2: All right, back here for hour number two of Zach and the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. When you get to Tropical Chevrolet, they're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. It's on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street, or you can go to the website, miamichevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Big shout out to the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica. Thank you, as always, for having faith in us. In this little fantasy show, you've done it for years, and we appreciate every second of it. We hope you do, too. All right. Nosey, it's time for the award-winning segment, Yes or No's. Are you ready? Ready. All right. <laughs> Garcia, hit my music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for the award-winning segment we call here on Zack of the Nose, Yes or No's. I will ask those nine fantasy football questions that I've seen throughout the week. And then one question at the end, that's a life question and it has to do with one of my guests that I had on those this week on Francis corner. If you follow that too, he is a comedian. That is the only hint knows you're going to get for question number 10. He's a comedian and it's going to be about something with, that right there okay so let's start it off with yes or no's let's start off with question number one we always like to start these off with a couple thursday night football questions and it's something that we talked about a little bit earlier in the show and last week as well bears and washington tonight yes or no's is dj moore back
0: yes why not we love him on the show we love his talent we recommended him hard last week he had a great week last week i expect him to be fed and by that i mean targets by targets i mean receptions by receptions i mean yards and by yards
2: i mean a touchdown he is back i love it there uh another one for tonight the bears defense kind of stinks uh is sam howell must start tonight if you're in a two quarterback league or just a one quarterback league Noes.
0: my god i can't get the stink out of my breath or whatever it is of the game that he had Two weeks ago at Buffalo, where I went against Buffalo's defense in every league of the 20 I'm in, and he was just handing them the ball. Sam Howell is not to be trusted. No, I don't care how bad that Bears
2: defense is. All right, question number three, the last one about tonight's game. Three questions about the Thursday night football game. It's almost unprecedented at this point. He has become a must start. His name is Khalil Ryan Herbert. What do you think? Yes or no's?
0: Yes, in the landscape of how bad running backs are as it just a general point. Yes, Herbert is a must start. He's averaging over 10 fantasy points. He's got, you know, last week over 100 yards. He has established himself to be the starter and having a starting running back in a week with buys, yes, must
2: start. All right, question number 4. We did talk about this gentleman earlier today as well. He has become a must start and he might become a top 10 fantasy quarterback before the season is done. His name is CJ Stroud. Guess or knows?
0: Yes, we are loving CJ Stroud because he's throwing the ball. And when they go down in games, because that's what happens when you're not a great team, you throw the ball. This team is an up and coming team. They're really young. They're really exciting. And I mentioned it earlier. If you have CJ Stroud and one of those top tier quarterbacks and you're not doing well, this is an opportunity for you after we establish one more week this week where CJ Stroud does it one more time. Then we're going to be talking about next week, how you're going to trade one of your top quarterbacks, fill in those holes in your lineup, and you're going to start CJ Stroud for the balance of the
2: year because this team is on the rise. So yes, we love CJ Stroud. We love teams that fall behind and have to throw the ball a lot too. If you were a fantasy football quarterback owner here, Jets and Denver this week. Javante Williams is a little banged up with that hip. Do you trust Samaje Jamanje to start over him this week and have a big week? Yes or no? No. We're not starting either
0: of the Broncos running backs. They were the top, I guess what would you call it? Transactions of the week? Correct. I don't I don't trust the situation. So no, unless I have to, I am keeping all Broncos running backs on
2: my bench. All right. Question number six Do you have to sit Joe Burrow until he gets healthy? Yes or no?
0: Oh, man. You're the tough me. one. I know. No, I'm still going to believe in him and I'm going to explain to you why. Did you see what Jamar Chase did this week? Yes. I'm always explicative, open. I'm always, he's angry. And I got this feeling, if you're a Jamar Chase owner and you're a Burrow owner, this is the week. So I'm saying this right now. The Bengals, for this week, are going to have a big game. And if T. Higgins, because of the rib, is not being able to play, I'm still going to go ahead and start, my guys. We're at the Cardinals, okay? There's no weather, going to, no weather issues in the Dome. This is not a good Cardinals team, although they're playing very hard. This is the last week that I have Joe Burrow on a string. But I am starting Joe Burrow this week. I'm expecting 12, repeat, a dozen receptions from Jamar Chase. That's a big number, by the way. But that's what happens when your star talks about not getting the ball. They're going to get him the ball and keep him happy.
2: All right, so sidebar on that. You know you love my sidebars now. Do you start C.J. Stroud over Joe Burrow this week?
0: Great job by you. Yes, I am. C.J. Stroud is the perfect example of a player that I'm going to say, Joe, obviously you're not dropping the guy. Prove it, okay? But you have to have a a quarterback of that type of level. Look, C.J. Stroud right now is putting up the same fantasy points as Lamar Jackson, and believe it or not, Tua. They average the same Fantasy between 23 and 25 points, again, based on your league. So right now, he is him, right? He's the guy. So I'm loving C.J. Stroud. So for a player like C.J. Stroud, yeah, I'd put him over uh, a Joe Burrow. Yes, for this week. Am I starting C.J. Stroud because you have him, because you're smart over a Josh Allen or a Jalen Hurts or Lamar? No, not quite. Mahomes? No, not quite. Yes, and he's averaging more than Mahomes, C.J. Stroud, right now.
2: All right, two other ones. Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins, you start either one of those guys over Joe Burrow. Kirk Cousins, yes
0: over Joe Burrow. Yes, the other one no.
2: Matt Stafford no.
0: Okay. Not yet. I mean, we're I want to see what Stafford looks like right now. Guy's second in the league in receive, you know, in, in yards. He's thrown one touchdown. You know, so, or excuse me, uh, after the Pacuwa, and he's thrown two touchdowns. He is right now very low in the uh in the category of fantasy points. Excuse me, my my bad. He's got three. But to give you an idea, Josh Allen's thrown nine. Tua has thrown nine. Russell Wilson, nine. Jordan Love, eight. Mahomes, eight. Stafford only three touchdowns. He's got it, he's got to change that and change that fast.
2: Right. Oof. All right. Yes or no's? We're trusting Garrett Wilson again, huh?
0: Yes, I hate the word trust, but you know, <laughs> am I going to go against him? We saw mm. what I said, vital signs of Zach Wilson threw a lot of good balls. I'm not, do not think I'm uh, giving Zach Wilson a nod here. All I'm saying was he threw some beautiful back shoulder passes last week. He wasn't scared. He looked the part against KC. I really want to see what he does this week, but you are certainly against a Denver team that gave up 70, a 70 burger to the Dolphins. Yeah, you're starting, uh, Zach, excuse me, you're starting Cat Rebels
2: in this week. All right, we kind of answered it in the uh, last part of observations in the last hour, but I saw plenty of fantasy football so-called insiders like yourself say, if Johnny Taylor does suit up, you got to start him this week. But you're not on that. You're. you're are you a nose there? Nose, you do not. And I repeat, you do not have
0: to start him. Now there are leagues, right? So I'm in a league. I'll just make it very clear where I have Rashad White and I have Kenny Walker. Okay. Those guys are both on a bye week. Right Right now I have to pick between Jonathan Taylor and Samaj Piran. Yeah. I'm probably as of right now today going to pick Jonathan Taylor, but over the next two days, we should have hints. We should have an understanding of where he's at. But let's remember, guys, he hasn't practiced in months. This is the NFL. You got to practice for a few weeks before you're acclimated to that type of speed and conditioning and taking a hit. So again, unless it comes out where this guy is being told we're going to get him 15 to 18 touches, which I do not see happening. No, I want to see Jonathan Taylor for a week. But again, if you have to, you have to
2: and you pray he scores a touchdown. Right, right, right. Of course, at this point, aye, yeah. All right, last one for yes or no's fantasy football question-wise. This one is a tough one for me to even just say. Janu Smith has taken over for Kyle Pitts in Atlanta, and it's all done for Kyle Pitts. Yes or no's? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Yes. I don't care
0: about Janu Smith, part of it. Throw that to the side. It's all over right now for Kyle Pitts, and you can't start him. Let's just start there. He's unstartable. I don't understand what's going on. It makes no sense to me. Through a month of football, Zach, a month. You're the math guy. So get ready. Yep. 11 receptions, 121 yards, oh. zero touchdowns. Oh, I'll, I'll help say, you out.
2: A half it of, it a half equates to point. duty. It equates to nothing. It equates to horribleness. That's what it, it, it equates to the backup tight end. On a team that throws the ball a lot. It equates to Durham Smith. Smite, me. Right. That's Smythe. That's what right. it equates to. Right.
0: So it's the same difference at this point. Oh. It's a really bad story. I don't understand it. Uh, for those Florida Gators, for those who watch college football, one of the most dominating uh, performances, you, you know, top five pick overall, and now you just don't use him. And the sick part is there's highlights of him wide open but right. it starts with the quarterback and the offensive coordinator and the head coach and Atlanta. You don't have it. So yeah. right now, this is the first week where I'm saying, I can't believe it. Kyle Pitts is unstartable.
2: That's, that's crazy to even hear at this point. All right. The nine fantasy football questions are done for yes or no's volume five. Let's have a little fun here this week. I had Luis Diaz on Francis corner, who is going to be the headliner at the Miami improv coming up this weekend. If you want to go get tickets to go see him uh, go to Miami But with that said, he's a stand-up comedian. Top three stand-up comedians of all time in the nose realm. Name them in any order you want. Oh, and I
0: love how you were going to tell me how I'm wrong, but I'm going to flip this back on you. If you tell me I'm wrong, I'm going to tell you to go check yourself. Wow. Okay. One, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Two, Chris Rock. Okay. Three,
2: Dave Chappelle. I'm done. You got two out of three, right? Not bad. Two out of three is actually as good as you could probably get at this point. Chris rocks on my honorable mention. Eddie Murphy does make it. He is, if you go back and see raw delirious or any of those, I promise you, you will not find maybe a funnier person until you see some of Dave Chappelle stuff uh, as well. The number three or number one or two on this list, that is a, someone that just doesn't get talked about a lot right now is George Carlin, who is the original person who really took it to that edge, went five feet over it, then dove in head first and just said, bleep you to anyone who's not listening. Any of these lists, uh, you know, there's probably 10 or 12 more guys that, or women that can make this list. But the correct answer would be George Carlin, Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle. There is a part two to this question. Since we're talking about comedians and comedy, top three comedy movies of all time in the noses realm is what? Oh, my
0: goodness gracious. You're putting me on the spot for the That's funniest, what happens movies. Here in yes funniest movies
2: of all time? Do you want to hear my three before you get to your three? Because no matter what, you're going to be wrong, so you might as well hear the right list first. Just give me the right list. Okay, the right list is you start at number one with Tommy Boy. You cannot go anywhere anywhere else at that it doesn't have to be one it doesn't have to be two or it doesn't have to be three it's just in the top three at that point coming to america the original not the remake one that they put on like amazon prime is right up there at number two and the all-time classic with some of the most classic lines of all time that you cannot get into any movies these days because you will get canceled is the movie airplane that is the top three comedy movies of all time in any order knows what's yours
0: that's really well done i mean you're putting me on the spot i'm a movie you know buff if you would i know i know this is you you did really good tommy boy is wonderful uh but we're going to give will ferrell his due so it really depends on which one you you go with uh whether it's anchorman or Step Brothers, uh, both are acceptable answers to me and i don't know if you have old school in that as well but all three of those are acceptable answers Man, I could watch the movie Half-Baked over, right. and over, right. and over again and right. just keep laughing. So I got Half-Baked. I got Step Brothers. Yeah, I guess you're going to, I, you know, putting me on the spot. I don't have any other ones right now that are going to come up to me. But Coming to America is an absolute great call. It is a part of my childhood. I'm just going to drop the mic
2: and say, sexual chocolate, ladies and gentlemen. Randy Watson. Yep, correct answer there at that point. That was Yes or No's Volume 5. Nose did pretty good the last two questions. Uh, not great, but he did better than he normally does. Better than average for the nose there. And this has been Volume 5 for Yes or No's for Week 5 of the NFL season. Zach of the Nose, always brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. You want to turn fantasy into reality with Tropical Chevrolet? We can do it for you. Go in there for a test drive. Mention Zach of the Nose. You'll enter to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season here in South Florida. Let's come back after this for another segment. It's the sniff test. That's right. The Nose is going to tell you who he likes and doesn't like. That's coming up next here on
1: Zach and the Nose. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: All right, back here on Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, by the way, Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. Go to the website, miamichevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. They're going to get you in and out of there in three hours. That's right, so you don't have to spend all day at the dealership. Tropical Chevrolet going to hook you up, get you a good price, get you in and out of there in three hours. Time for... Another big segment here, it's called the sniff test where the nose is going to give you three quarterbacks, three running backs, three wide receivers that pass the sniff test. And then he's going to give you three quarterbacks, three wide receivers, and three tight, or, I said tight ends and running backs that fail the sniff test right after us tonight, by the way, uh, Thursday night football, the Bears and the commanders knows before we get to the sniff test, let's go over the slate of games real quickly. a.m. Bacon and Eggs game again, and could be the best game of the week, Bills and Jags. That starts everybody off on Sunday morning. Giants, Dolphins, 1 o'clock, Texans, Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Titans, Colts, Saints, Patriots, Ravens, Steelers. That's your 1 o'clock slate of games, 4 o'clock slate of games, Eagles, Rams, Jets, Broncos, Chiefs, Vikings, and Bengals, cardinals sunday night football the dallas cowboys and the san francisco 49ers and on monday night football the packers and the raiders so there you go with your slate of games for this weekend let's get to that sniff test right here nosy take it away give me a couple quarterbacks that in week five pass the sniff test
0: all right well Let's go right back on that Tua train, everybody. We're not worried about last week. He's going to shake it off as he goes and plays against the Giants. So he's going to have one of the best games in his wildest dreams. And there's no bad blood between him and the Giants this week. He's going to have a straight love story and absolutely smoke them. So get Tua into your lineup. Next, and yeah, if you saw what I did there, I am completely embarrassed. Next, Jordan Love, man. Yep, that's it. I mean, it's sort of become a real love affair, if you would, between me and him. I love this kid. Each week he's getting better. Christian Watson is now a week removed. He got a a nice little game in there. He scored that one-yard touchdown. But now they're going to open it up. Christian Watson is back with Romeo Dobbs, with that read. And it's come together for him on Monday Night Football with the world watching. Zach, he is ready. And here's the controversial one. Zach Wilson. Ooh, wow. Of course, you're not going to start Zach Wilson mostly like in any any league, but I'm making you keep an eye on him. There are teams with a bye, and he is going against a historically bad defense. We saw what Tua did to the Broncos, and I know Tua has his weapons, and I know Zach Wilson ate Tua. But I watched a really good game, and this is my way of saying Garrett Wilson – Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, please have a good game with Zach Wilson. If there's ever a game to do it, it's versus the Broncos.
2: I mean, at this point, you got to think if he's going to be that at that point. Tua Jordan-Love, Zach Wilson, the cornerbacks that pass the sniff test. Let's move on to the running backs. Give me a couple running backs for week five that pass the sniff
0: test. You got it, Zach. I got you. Let's do this. Okay, so the A-Train and Mostert, both of them, okay, A-Train and Mostert are both on the go list. We discussed it earlier in the show, number two and number three by far overall, and honestly, you got to start them both. So A-Train and Mostert must starts. The last one is Ravon J. Stevenson. Call it a hunch. Call it what you want. But he finds the end zone at home versus the Saints. So, Zach, I got A-Train, I got Mostert, and I got Stevenson as must starts
2: at the running back position. All right. I like that right there. Good stuff from the running back position there. I see... I see that the fact that you're liking a couple of these guys and I, and I like it Jamanji Stevenson, Zach Wilson. I liked it so far. Let's get to that wide receiver position. Surprise me here. Maybe week five with a couple of players that pass the sniff test.
0: We discussed it earlier on the show. Cooper cup is one of the best wide receivers in this, I guess, generation or this last, excuse me, that's probably a heavy word in the last few years. First round pick do not hesitate Put him in your lineup. Sean McVay's two and two, meaning the Rams are still in this thing, and he doesn't like losing. He's going to throw that guy out there. Cooper Cup is a must start. Last week, Jordan Addison got shut out. He that did. Will not ha- he did. It won't happen again. The Chiefs are going to put up some. You know, are going to put up points against Brian Flores' defense, and Jordan Addison will not get shut out again. That's the law of averages, right there, my friend. So, Jordan Addison, I know you're going to be like, I shouldn't start. But if you have one of those situations with injuries and bye weeks, Jordan Addison will show up for you this week. And I also got Cortland Sutton. Man, you know I love him. Former nose pick of the year. That's right. He's really working well. He's the guy right now over Jerry Judy there. Russell Wilson's finding that very large target in the end zone. That's the key red zone targets. Cortland Sutton has become a must
2: start for me at home versus the Jets. That's a good one there. Cortland Sutton, Jordan Addison, Cooper Cup. Good to see Cooper Cup's name back on some of these lists. I feel like we've missed him so far this season. So far, those are wide receivers that have passed the sniff test in week five. Let's move on to the failed sniff test part. I'm interested to hear who's on this list because every week it it surprises me. It shocks me every week because guys are just not having great seasons. Let's start with the quarterback position. Give me a couple for week five that fail the sniff test.
0: I don't care if it's a one quarterback or two to quarterback system. And this is for you guys who are out there with a two quarterback league. You drafted Daniel Jones. Okay. To be your guy. And I mean, at this point I'm laughing at you. There's no way that offensive line is so bad. They're in turmoil. You watched the Seattle Seahawks on Monday night football, including, uh, you know, well, just one of the best defensive efforts, if you would, You can't start the Giants, anybody besides Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller, which we discussed earlier, which is still, this is the last week on him. So Daniel Jones, by no means can you start him. I would almost start anybody else but him. Derek Carr at New England. Man, I got to be honest with you. I'm starting to get nervous about this Saints offense in terms of uh, Olave, Michael Thomas. Uh, Kamara had a good game last week coming back, but – but with Taysom Hill, it's one of those fantasy, like, abyss situations where you know, Alave's the guy. Let's let's just start there. But after him, it's definitely hit or miss. Michael Thomas has been good, hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Uh, but overall, Derek Carr scares me, still makes some bonehead decisions, throws INTs. He's failing my stiff test. And this one is a controversial one, perhaps, because I'm telling you to start Cooper Cup. And I know he has Nakua Pakua, but until Matthew Stafford is going to throw touchdowns and against this great defense with the Eagles, I don't love him this week. This is a three INT situation. This is Darius Slay all in Pakua's face. I'm very nervous about Stafford this week against this particular matchup. So if you could fade him, I would prefer you do it.
2: Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, and Daniel Jones quarterbacks for week five that failed the sniff test. I wonder if Daniel Jones will ever get on the pass the sniff test uh, radar this season. I wonder if there'll ever be a week where you're going to be like, you know what, my third quarterback this week, Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes.
0: For $40 million a year, $40 million to play like this, to have a pick six with that stud Witherspoon, uh, that was not the offensive line's mistake. Okay, they were horrifying. Right, He threw that ball for 99 yards going the other way. Zach 40, I like to say it's like you know, oh my god, uh, principal Rooney nine times he was late. <laughs> 40 million dollars in the Rooney voice. Oh, what a I disaster.
2: One of the reporters this week uh put out what his next 3 years is going to be with the contract going up and with the guaranteed money's worth and I looked at it and went, "Uh oh, man, it's amazing how we have this conversation down here of Man, is Tua going to be the guy? You're going to pay Tua? What are we going to pay Tua? If Daniel Jones is making $40 million, is worth eighty at that point. I mean, good God almighty.
0: 80, $82 million <laughs> million
2: guaranteed. That man, oh.
0: no matter what, is walking away with just money that his grandkids and their grandkids might not have to worry about. That's a lot of money, boy.
2: I'm hoping his great-grandkids don't have to worry about money if he's making $82 million, doing nothing right now. All right, let's move on to the running back position for the failed sniff test. Give me a couple you don't like this week for week five of the NFL season that failed the sniff test.
0: Najee Harris versus this incredibly good Baltimore Ravens D. Look, we were all against Najee Harris, and, and he slipped in every league because you all have eyes, and you all realize that this guy – Warren was on his butt for the carries. Harris had a bad year last year. Well, if you don't know about this linebacker core for the Ravens in Queen and Raquan Smith, the chef, they are amazing. And so right now, Najee Harris, until he could score a touchdown and have over 80 yards is on my bench. And I understand we have bye week you know, complications or implications or whatever word you need to use there. I really do not like Najee Harris, uh, A.J. Dillon's another player that is unstartable to me, usually was splitting time with AAron. Right now, a player that has to fall forward on the one yard line and score a touchdown to have any value. That's a big no-go for me. And then the last one, just, man, everyone sort of felt it and knew it, but Miles Sanders is just what we call a bust. Okay, he was good in an Eagles offense that had to deal with a lot of weapons right now. Last year, Miles Sanders is performing well because you have Jalen Hurts and you have that wide receiver duo of Brown and Smith. Well, he goes to a place where you have a rookie running back, excuse me, a rookie quarterback. You have a situation where they were just going to stop the run. Miles Sanders is bad. Do
2: not start him. I can't believe how bad he is in that offense. I mean, that offense is not good in general, but my good. Someone's got to eat, right? Someone's got to have to eat on that offense a little Man, bit.
0: If you're the Panthers, oh. and it's early, guys, so I'm not going to be over the top here, but right now, very, very early call, you know, the CJ Stroud versus Bryce Young, just looking at them and using your eyes, the simple eye test. Woo! Man, Bryce Young does not look the part. His arm is not strong. He looks very calm out there, but they're not running him at all because they're probably trying to keep him on his feet. The whole Carolina offense is a big red flag. Besides Adam Thielen, who quietly, because they're losing, and and you just said it earlier, teams that have to throw the ball in the second half, Thielen has been getting those balls. But outside of Adam Thielen, I am starting nobody on
2: that offense. Did you hear that? You did a little nose Junior Jr. before. I like that. A little, I like, through five weeks, four weeks of NFL season. I could have done his
0: job with my eyes closed, but then, you know, I started watching the movie Half-Baked, and you guys can figure it out from there.
2: (laughs) Didn't go good after that. Najee Harris, AJ Dillon, Miles Sanders, running backs for week five that failed the sniff test. Let's move on to the wide receiver position. Give me a couple of wide receivers that fail the sniff test.
0: Listen. I know you want action tonight. Nobody loves action, when, you know, when you're watching a game tonight. Otherwise, it's completely boring. But do not start Jahan Dotson. He may have gotten that last touchdown of the game, but he is basically not a part of this offense. So, Jahan Dotson, a player that was um, amongst the experts coming into the fantasy season, a breakout candidate. Has broken nothing so far. So I want to see him do it. I want to see a game where he has six to seven catches to start with. Uh, Hasn't been close to that yet. Keep Jahan Dotson on the bench. We've gone through the whole show, Zach. And we really haven't discussed the Colts offense.
2: I know. Well, outside of Johnny Taylor, that's it, right? But nothing else. Nothing else. Good point. Michael Pittman
0: Jr. How'd you like that one for uh, 15 last week with AR guys? Did you like that one reception for 15 yards? Yeah. Anthony Richardson had a better game. He did look good, but at the end of the day, his wide receivers are not going to get the job done. So I am sorry. I'm going back to the well. I will not stop going back to the well. Michael Pittman Jr., the number one weapon, the number one wide receiver last week in a game where they said AR looked amazing, had one catch for 15 yards. I expect more of those lack of stats from him. Keep him on your bench. And then we do this on the show from time to time. I'm calling out a whole team Ooh. to not start their wide receivers. And I'm going to go further. That one team that I'm telling you to not start any of the wide receivers has the best quarterback we have seen in the NFL probably in the last 10 years. Oh, my God. You're make- not starting Waddle
2: or, or Tyreek. I can't believe it. Is that well done? That's Good. We're yeah. doing some good things here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That being said – Pat Mahomes is the oh. quarterback I'm referring to. Yes, outside of obviously the GOAT, no disrespect to Tom Brady. Pat Mahomes is as special as can be. But are we starting any of his wide receivers? The answer is no. Give me the yes or no's. <laughs> last, week, <laughs> last week, Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Two for 22. MVS, one for six yards. Ray Rice's older cousin, younger cousin. Three for thirty-two. Justin Watson one four five.
2: Unbelievable.
0: Yet somehow he spreads it along. You know, Mahomes still gets the job done somehow. But those you know those passes are going to Kelsey right now. If you're starting a wide receiver for Kansas City, it is basically Russian roulette. If I had to pick one of them, it's Tony because he could shake one and go the distance, and maybe Sky more. But on top of it. The bottom line is, he spreads the ball out to eight different people who catch the ball.
2: None of them are putting up big stats.
0: I'm starting no Chiefs wide
2: receivers. The best Chiefs wide receiver outside of Kelsey might be Isaiah Pacheco. Like, that really might be the best wide receiver at this point. It's unbelievable. It it really truly is unbelievable that Pat Mahomes could go weak, win a game, throw for 200 yards, one touchdown, and two picks. Like, that is just absolutely ridiculous. What'll happen there? So there it is. So, wide receivers, you don't want to start this week. They don't pass the sniff test. Jahan Dotson, Michael Pittman Jr., and no wide receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs all right let's take a quick break we're going to wrap things up in the next segment we have a couple more observations we want to hit then we have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week this is Zach on the nose fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet going to Tropical Chevrolet going for a test drive tell them Zach on the nose sent you you get entered to win a pair of tickets to a pro football game this season here in South Florida Zach and the nose coming back at you right after this All right, back here to wrap things up on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. If you're car shopping, we know you're busy. Get into Tropical Chevrolet. They're going to have you in and out of there in under three hours. Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street or go to MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here in just a second. I want to hit a couple more observations before we get to the nose and tight end pick of the week, we have a uh, bacon and eggs game again, Buffalo and Jacksonville in the London Sunday morning. What do you think about this game? Cause I thought this game might be, and we're going to talk about the game after this also in Sunday night football, they had two best games of the week. I believe on paper, Buffalo and Jacksonville. What do you think of fantasy implications going forward with this game? Uh,
0: as you know, Jacksonville was one of those teams that I expected to make a big leap forward. And so far that leap has failed. Okay. Uh, Lawrence hasn't done a great job at all in terms of his fantasy quarterback prowess. You know, he's been bad. And so he's a perfect example. He is the example of, do you start a CJ Stroud over a, a, a T Lawrence? And for this week, my answer is yes, you do because Buffalo's defense is that good And honestly, Lawrence has been extremely shaky. Uh, He's got only four touchdown tosses. He's got 943 yards, which is not great. So at the end of the day, if he's your starter, sure. It's on a neutral field, yes. But Buffalo is just really tough. And so for this week, Trevor Lawrence, if you're starting him, um, I'm putting a short leash on him right now. He needs to be better. You're starting ETN, you're starting Ingram, and you're starting Calvin Ridley. And then after, oh, Christian Kirk as well. So you're starting your guys, okay? Uh, So enjoy your morning. That 9.30 game is unbelievable. It gets us from 9.30 in the morning all the way to midnight. But I need to see better production from this Jacksonville offense, and that is a tough call against this really strong Buffalo team in general. And then discussing Buffalo real quick. They are who they are. You know what to do. You're starting Allen. You're starting cook. You're starting Diggs. I do like Dalton Kincaid. If you are on a, on a real tight, tight end situation, if you have to start somebody uh, other than that, Gabe Davis is that one guy that when you start him, he either is going to give you a big week or he's going to give you a stinker. So that is start at your own risk.
2: Yeah. Should be a really good game uh in Jacksonville or in uh actually it should be a Jacksonville home game at this point. They should be playing in London full time the next couple of years anyway.
0: Did they stay out there? Like, I mean they're always there, it seems like
2: if there's no way they came back, they had to stay out there for the week. So that means that those guys in the Jacksonville team more than likely have been out there now for like 10 or 12 straight days, which is incredible. Dangerous. <laughs> Right. Dangerous
0: in those pubs, man. Dangerous.
2: Those pubs every day. Days off. You know, you gotta have your your mandatory, you know, day off each week. You know, it's you go to those bars every night. You know, you go to those pubs every night. Plus, the food there stinks, right? You look like at You ever been to London? You like the food there? I haven't been to London. You are not the food authority. No, no.
0: There are certain areas where I have not been, but I've there's amazing. Apparently, Chinese. Indian and then pub food, but outside of that, yeah, they have a bad reputation. You're right.
2: Bad reputation. Yeah, that, that's exactly what happens there. Okay. Sunday night football as well. Uh, we got a good one there too. 49ers hosting the Dallas Cowboys fantasy implications. What do you like dislike from this game?
0: It's just a great game. You're going to start who you think you're going to start, but I'll make sure you know it. You're going to start Brock Purdy in a two quarterback situation. He's not good enough for the, you know, the solo quarterback, unless you have, you know, like a, somebody on a buy, like a Deshaun Watson, but other than that, you know, you're going to go with McCaffrey. Uh, you're going to go with – well. Debo Samuel is banged up. You got to make sure he's starting right now. We don't know, but who are you starting? Zach, are you ready? Let's go hear. for it, Brandon. I uh, you. Yeah. I love Brandon. I you. And so get your starters in on both sides. Tony Pollard on the other side, obviously. C. D. Lamb. And if you have to start Dak Prescott, God bless you. You know how much I dislike Dak. But in a two-quarterback system, if he's your second quarterback,
2: you're A-OK there. Yeah, that's that's my second quarterback in my two-quarterback system. That is for absolute sure there. By the way, uh, you're over-under on Taylor Swiftisms uh during the show today. I think I said it at four and a half. I think you went over.
0: Oh, I'm way over. Yeah, if I think you, you went way over. If, for those who embarrass myself when I was recommending Tua – I may have put five of her songs into it. And yes, I had to Google it and I had to know, you know, he had a cruel summer and he's the anti-hero. That was Diana Jones. I don't even know what this means. Can't believe we're doing
2: this, uh, but here we are. Look what you made me do. Unbelievable. There you go. I got my one in. Yeah, I can't happened. believe it. You did I did. it. I did. I <laughs> did. All right. Well, it's listen, it's always this time at the end of the show where we like to give the nose his space. Is blank space by the way. Another one.
0: Okay, I'm done. I can't even do this anymore.
2: <laughs> Cut the show.
0: I can't even do it.
2: I just have them lined up in front of me. Ryan, right? don't blame me. Don't blame me. Don't blame me. That's another one. That's three. I got it in 90 seconds, by the way. No, uh, way. yeah, that's three. I got three of them in there. Just there. Oh, uh wow. Man. And I have them all like lined up on my on the computer screen too to get out there. But it is time for the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. I used my Taylor Swift reference way too early because I was going to say, here we go with the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. And here you go, nose. Here's your blank space. Fill it up, baby. Okay. Tight end pick of
0: the week. We're going to London. And you're right. That London game, that food hits a little different when you're over there, man. You were all over me about that fish and chips. But let me tell you something. Evan Ingram is going to have a really big game because if you're. The offense for Jacksonville, they're going to have a quick rush on um, T-Law. And what you do is you get the ball out quick to number 17. So, yes, Evan Ingram, the tight end nose
2: pick of the week. That is a good one right there. Very good one right there. All right, so it's time. It's the end of the show. It's time for the nose pick of the week. I'm excited to hear this one from you right now. nosy the floor is yours. All right. This is going to be the most controversial
0: nose pick of the week, but it's got some sense to it. Oh boy. They've been the broken team of the NFL so far. Brees Hall. Ooh. Breakout game. This is it. Get him in your lineup. I have the Jets winning this game. I have the Jets running all over the Broncos. You remember what happened with the Miami Dolphins? This isn't Dalvin Cook's game. He is over the hill. You're very, very lucky, Dolphin fans, that you don't have Dalvin Cook. Brees Hall is going to have the breakout game. There's no more. Uh, there's no more holding him back. 100 yards and a touchdown from the Iowa State standout. The Jets are going to live on. They're going to be significant in the fantasy this week. Brees Hall, get him in your lineup. Nose
2: pick of the week. All right, for Danny Garcia, for the Nose himself, follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet website, MiamiChevy.com. Good luck in fantasy football this week. I hope you win. I hope you score a lot of points, unless you're playing me, and then I wish you bad luck. So there it is right there. Have a great week, everybody. We'll speak to you next week. This is Zach and the Nose.